What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, to being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wednesday's Facts Over Feeling live streams where we kick the facts and we don't care about your feelings. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Shout out to the Ten Toes Up Gang. Shout out to the Nasty Boys in the building. And that's you. You are here. You are here with the Bruce Wayne of this thing. You are here with the Speaker of Truth. And you are here with the king of content. I appreciate y'all for being here. This is going to be a great show. We got a woman who gives birth to twins of two different fathers. Woo! We're going to go through this. We've been using our science to talk about how women make guard, how women select. Remember, they had these feminist scientists that came out and said, ah, it would be better for women to practice monogamy with the option of affairs. You're asking, how is it possible? That a woman can have twins from two different fathers. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm, hmm. We talk about these things. We talk about the uh, prevalence of affairs. More women are having affairs than men. We talk about that probably historically. Women have had more affairs than men. But now in our modern times, women are able to have more affairs than men. We talked about between the ages of 18 and 30. Married people between 18 and 30. Women statistically have more affairs than men. All right. We also talk about the likelihood that, um, women would admit that they're having an affair, right? Because of the penalty that, that, that they would pay so that we're not really getting the true statistics, statistics on if uh, women are having more affairs. I mean, just the idea that it's even close and it's pretty much close at this particular point um, that they're having it. So we're talking about the dual mating strategy. We talk about the science of monogamy. We talk about women having their cake in it too. Now we have a story of a woman getting knocked up by two different ninjas well i don't know they're, they're, they're ninjas anyway i don't know they're in brazil and the likelihood of it and how common it is it is a miraculous thing doesn't mean that there's attempts couldn't be made this just actually carried out all right so they actually carried it out i'm sure attempts have been made and we talk about we talk about how much semen we talk about how much seed is left in the plate we talk about ovulation we're gonna hear the story we also got some classic stories coming up we got a sister, sister, you ran up on my mind. That set somebody off the other day. All right. They was came in here fanboying when they heard me sing, sister, you ran up on my mind. As if I haven't been singing that the last three or four years. All right. That might have been the first song I've ever sung, sang on my show. And that set somebody's ass off. All right, he came in with a tattoo of the damn content creator on his ass. He was like, him copying. All right, was this your first show? <laughs> or it must have been your first show. Shout out to the coach gang. We also have Straggle and Sniggle Theater. You can't, I can't wait to show you Straggle and Sniggle Theater. You're going to look at the Communitas 80 to 20% rule live and in action. Live and in action. Can you wait? I can't wait to see Straggle and Sniggle Theater this week. Um, I'm not sure. We might start off with Straggle and Sniggle. All right. We love straggle and sniggle. They came back. All right. Sleep and eat. <laughs> straggle and sniggle. Oh, my goodness. Um. Anyway, to contribute to the day show, it is uh, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. I got money. Somebody says 304. Uh, are, are people still confused about what a 304 is? You know, I didn't make it up. I mean, they've been calling 304s 304s for a long time. Uh, but um, I remember first time I heard it was in like middle school. <laughs> All right. So 
Um, a lot of people don't, you know, you, I know we get a lot of international coach gang members. So they like, what is 304? Um, 304 is when you are in middle school, you take a calculator and you're like, watch this. <laughs> and you type in three, turn it on, you type in 304 and then you turn it upside down. All right. And what does that say? If you read it, you know, the English way from left to right. All right. It says, it says a hoe. All right. That's what it says. Now, uh, to be fair, Steph is cold was the one that was talking about it more than anyone, or at least let me just say this, at least that's who I heard talking about it. All right. That's what we have to clarify in the sphere. Cause somebody you hear say, say it first, and then you give him all the credit. All right. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. That's who you heard say it first. Doesn't mean they originated it. And therefore I got to give credit where credit is due. I start using it because I was listening to Stephen COVID Steph is cold videos like two years ago. All right. And he'd be talking about 304s. And then I remember AMG, shout out to AMG and DJ Quick and all of them. He would be talking about 304s on his album, B-I-T-C-H, Better Have My Money, right? He used to always talk about 304s. All right, so um, I didn't I didn't create it, all right? I didn't originate it. I didn't steal it, all right? People have been doing it since middle school. And this is in the 80s, the late 80s middle school. <laughs> the late 80s middle school. Um, anyway, <laughs> so that's what you would have to type. And the reason somebody says, why isn't it 403? Well, because when you type it in the calculator, you have to type 304 in 304, then turn it upside down. That's why it's 304. Cause you type in 304. You actually type anyway. <laughs> People always say it should be 403. No. Well, when you type it in, it's 304. That's why it's 304. <laughs> anyway oh, i should have said trick better have my money anyway uh where are we at here what, what, what are we doing here what what's going on oh dollar sign cga live also on Vimo Vimo coach greg adams tv also on paypal all right also on paypal paypal.me backslash coach greg adams and the link is up there the link is up there somebody says i'm a youngin all right i was in the marine corps he says boy i was a, I was a, you know I am what it is. All right. Back and shout out to you. And um, what do they say? Hoorah. And simplify. All right. Yeah. Shout out to the Marines. Where are we at here? We got the earlier contributors to today's show. Earlier contributors to today's show. That's what we're going to do. And then we'll get into the main event. Uh, 598 people or 58, 598 million people in there. Millions and millions. They'll potentially come in. Who knows? Uh, Albert Ingram, what do you think the government is going to tell us or when do you think the government is going to tell us that we're in a recession because we are clearly in one? Well, they said that, well, according to their definition, we're not in one. But I'm assuming once we get the new numbers coming up here in the next by the end of the month of September, I believe we get the quarterly report potentially uh, of the previous quarters. Um, I think we're still going to be in a recession. I don't know how they're going to deny it then. All right. So what do you deny that? I, it's hard to imagine that the numbers would come out and pan out that we're not in the recession. So you would have two consecutive um, uh, reportings of a recession, which, yeah, you're you're in it. So I don't know. I don't know. They, they've been changing the definition of just about everything. And it's it's sort of disgusting, but it's from the Marxist handbook of basically Jedi mind tricks. They're doing it well. You got to give it to them. You got to give it to them. When they stick to a plan, they stick to a plan. This is textbook. All right, where are we at here? Hmm. 
Did I get you? I did. So we're going to go to Daniel, back-to-back classics from the GOAT, Coach Alini. Shout out to you. And he also says that Lilith's mirror stream was God level. Thanks, CGA. All right. So shout out to you for watching that one. Um, if you do watch one this week, I know there are a lot to keep up with. But if you do watch one, the Lilith's mirror, uh, that is the one. Ladies and gentlemen, go over to that stream. And that's the one you want to watch. That's the one where you're going to get the, the spirit, the Holy Ghost is going to convict you. And it's going to make you feel guilty for being on that phone scrying. And uh, living living through Lilith's mirrors, 304s. All right, shout out to Warhammer. He says, time tricks are the worst, worshiping 304s. All right, so there goes 304 again, and time tricks. All right, and there was an article that I did want to share with you that someone shared with me um, just real quick, briefly, real quick. Let's see if I can pop this up uh, because it's an important article that I want you guys to kind of pay attention to. Hold on for a second. Everything is all messed up here. Let me move it right over there. All right. A lot of people might miss this part of the show, but uh, when it when it relates to time, it says right here, and I've been trying to make this point when it comes to men who are trying to get to the upper echelon of society. It says people who uh, sorry, people with higher socioeconomic statuses are more charitable with their money, but more selfish with their time. All right. You see this article right there. This is from social psychology site side post. People with higher social socioeconomic status are more charitable with their money, but more selfish with their time. This is another indicator that I've been telling you about, um, about something being low class behavior. And I know I offend people when I say that. I don't mean to offend you, but I'm a classist. I definitely am a classist. I mean, I don't mean it. I don't mean it. You, you're still good people. <laughs> you still good people. We can hang out. I mean, not for a long time. Not in your neighborhood, but <laughs> you have to come to my neighborhood. But anyway, uh, with that being said, men men who have a little bit more money, they literally will spend the money as opposed to the time. I've been trying to prove that. Now, I think I'm rich, you know, <laughs> but I'm not. Private investigators, IRS, I'm not rich. I'm letting you know. Yeah, somebody tried to call me out earlier. I'm a thousandaire. He said, you can't speak on money because you ain't a millionaire. I was like, I didn't told you that. I was like, are millionaires speaking for free on YouTube? Nope. Well, shut up. <laughs> All right. So you better get this information. I told you how to qualify. But with that being said, with that being said, I got to let you know. In my mind, <laughs> in my mind. Ween in the shame echelon. No, I'm just joking. Hey, man. Hey, we all brothers. We all brothers. Don't don't be mad. Don't be mad. I got money. I don't have no money to my ex-wife and private investigators and lawyers and the IRS watching the brother. I'm broke. I'm broke, chick. Yeah. Did you see that comment under the blue chip mindset? Oh, my goodness. I love it, boy. I was like, damn. Imagine watching me for two and a half hours and hating like that. But he's telling his truth. All right. Shout out to you. Uh, he's telling his truth. Shout out to Nashwick. He says, Olivia Wilde throwing shade on Jordan Peterson, clown world. Is she? She's out of control. What does Olivia Wilde actually do? She's a director or an actress. What does she do? He says, fellas, start teaching or start learning Mandarin. We're done for. Oh, boy. How, how would you know we're done for? I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> all right. Um, who's old enough to remember? I, we talk about this all the time. Damn, I mean, this country is going. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody has said this 
in their 40s and 50s. This country is going to hell in a handbasket. This next generation is the worst generation of all time. Right? That's what we sound like. But meanwhile, the young generation are like, everything's fine. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because they don't know. They have no clue. But but I'm just telling you, I've never experienced anything like I've ever experienced in this country in the in the last two years. This hasn't been like nothing ever before. Not even 9-11. 9-11 was weird. You know what I mean? It was weird. That was like, damn, what's going on? You know what I mean? And then followed that. That was the housing market crash. And that was weird. It was like a whole bunch of weirdo stuff was going on. You could thank George W. Bush for all of that. But anyway, <laughs> now what I'm seeing, this is absolutely insane what we're going through. Oh, by the way, I forgot to put, I forgot on cue here, here. New, 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 new world order. Yeah. Um, and yeah, somebody said Gen Z will take over. Gen Z will take over. Yeah. Uh, it's this, this is their world. This world is going to be designed around Generation Z. All right, millennials, nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about y'all. Y'all going to just be slaves. Y'all were slaves from the beginning. Who cares? <laughs> All right, y'all had y'all's chance and you blew it. All right, the Gen Z, you know what I mean? They they actually grew up in just horrible times. They were born into post 9-11, born into the housing crash, born into COVID. You know what I mean? Their whole childhood was wrecked from the beginning. So you're going to wonder why they're messed up. You wonder why. Gen Z. Millennials. Yeah, I don't feel sorry for y'all. <laughs> millennials irate right now. All right, millennials had y'all chance. Um, where are we at here? And you blew it trying to be. And by the way, you want to thank PC culture? Thank millennials. Millennials brought in all of these things. They ushered in all of this mess. All right, whatever you're mad about, and you're let's say you're conservative, whatever you're mad about, millennials did it. <laughs> all right there's no doubt about it whatever has happened in this country has been on the watch of millennials they are the ones that cause all of this from the restroom thing with the trans to the pronouns to the you name it to wanting to restrict gun rights whatever you did millennials did it all right so when you want to blame who did the, who wrecked this country millennials <laughs> They're the ones that made you put mask on, face condoms. They made you wear a face. They made you wear regular condoms on intercourse. All right, whatever, whatever debauchery has happened, millennials did it. <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to you. I got to blame somebody. You know, somebody got to get the blame. Oh, now they want to say who raised the millennials. Don't try to look. That's called shuffling. Here they go. Here they go. Now, now the millennials, man, I tell y'all, y'all don't want to take the blame for nothing. Do you want credit? You want me to give you some credit? Millennials never want to take the blame. The next thing they start saying is, well, who raised us? I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, they have a point, but we got to blame somebody. Who are you going to blame? It's the millennials. We're going with millennials. All right. Anyway, and the baby boomers. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway, y'all want to blame millennials blaming the parents. All right. And they're mostly baby boomers. Baby boomers did. You know what I mean? Because baby boomers are having kids into their 50s. It wasn't Gen X. Gen X, our kids are like 
our kids are like, you know, some Gen X started having kids that were somewhat millennials, right? But, you know, my kids, I'm Gen X, and most of my, my kids were, um, my kids are Gen Z. <laughs> Coach, they the trauma generation. Yes, they are. Um, what? You saying Gen X did it? Oh, hell no. Hell no. No, 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 no. Dude, we're holding it up. Are you serious? If it wasn't for Gen X, this thing would have collapsed a long time ago. Gen X is holding up the whole fort right now. Like, it's literally us. We're holding it up. Millennials, then they done packed up their little lunch. They crying in the corner in their safety spot. I got to go to my safety spot. They got safety spot at work, safety spot at the school. They still in school. Millennials still in school right now. They still living at home. Gen X holding it up. What? Come on, man. We need a debate. Let's let's put a poll up. Let's put a poll. All right, here we go. Who's at fault? We're going to put a poll up. We're just having fun. Everybody's like, get to the point. All right, whose fault? <laughs> whose fault is it? Oh, this will be fun. Is it for the destruction of America, <laughs> of USA? All right, we're going to put everybody in. We're going to put baby boomers. Uh, Gen X, millennials, I don't even know how you spell that. I can never even spell that. All right, millennials. Or I, I didn't misspelled it, but anyway, Gen Z. Gen Z is not even, you're off the hook, Gen Z, but I'll put you up there anyway. Uh, here it is. There's your poll right there. Your poll will be up there. All right, whoever loses is going to be irate. All right, they're going to be beside themselves. All right, look up your year. Look up your year. Look up your year, and then we'll figure out who it who's at fault. Oh, the baby boomers off to a big oh my god, baby boomers getting clobbered right now. Woo, baby boomers! Wow, y'all taking the L. All right, Gen Z, nobody's Gen Z. All right, all of the above. Millennials catching up though. The baby boomers have tapped in. They got put on their glasses. Baby boomers was like, "What? Hold on for a second. They got on their keyboard. You know, they had to fix their phone just right. They was like, hold on for one second. Wait, uh, there's a poll here. Let's see here. All right, oh, millennial. By the time they vote, the poll going to be over here. <laughs> baby boomers. Oh, man, baby boomers, it's you. Let's end it right here. Let's end it. It's not even close. Wow, we blame the millennials, but the baby bo- millennials got on their computer, and they was like, control, alt, delete. <laughs> you know they know how to work the computer, the millennials. All right. They was like control off delete. Hashtag back backslash backslash. They then hacked all into the poll. The millennials hacked into the poll. <laughs> For sure. Anyway, baby boomers, you lost. So the the this country has been wrecked by the baby boomers. Yeah, they still sleep. They didn't came home from their job. <laughs> Hands all on their stomach. Reading magazines and newspapers, trying to catch up on the news. Would you look at this here? They said Joe Biden looks like Mussolini and H I T L E R. What is this photo? You see this? They're about a week late looking at magazines. Baby boomers love magazines. <laughs> you ever go somewhere, you waiting for your tires to get fixed and they got magazines out? Baby boomers be like, oh, wow. There's a whole series of magazines here. Wow, look at this. Home and garden. Wow, look at this. Like, there's no Pinterest. There's no Tumblr. There's not Instagram. Baby boomers, look at this. Right here in the magazine. This is fantastic. We should do our garden like this. 
All right, reading Time Magazine in the newspaper. Oh, wow, look at this. Wow, look at this newspaper right here. I can't wait till the Sunday edition. We can clip some coupons. All right, baby boomers. <laughs> Shout out to the boomers. Yeah, they were the worst. They they fell for every agenda. To be honest with you, baby boomers, yeah, you guys wrecked it. You guys wrecked it before we were even born. All right, if you want to blame anybody, baby boomers, y'all fell for every agenda there ever was. Every single one of them, you fell for a hook, line, and sinker. From, from the Martin Luther King, JFK assassination, y'all fell for it. Magic bullet. Lee Harvey Oswald. Y'all was like, don't, don't debate. That's exactly what happened. As a matter of fact, med flies. Oh, there's med flies. All right, there's, uh, what do you call it? The little stuff they put in the mail. Oh, there's going to be that little white powder on the mail. You fell for Tylenol. Everything y'all fell for, y'all fell for it. Supersized Mac- McDonald's. Sharks and sharks in the ocean. Oh, watch out! There's sharks gonna be in there. No matter what, anthrax. Y'all fell for everything. Y2K, baby boomers, housing mortgage crisis. You caused it. Trying to get interest only loans, student loans. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. College degrees are good. You fell for everything. All right, if it, yeah, mass during COVID. I mean, if it wasn't for baby boomers, I mean, you guys held us all up. You're f- six feet away. Oh my God, put your mask. Oh my God, you're coming to die. <laughs> Mad cow. Yeah, y'all went through the coke crisis, the crack crisis. That was y'all. Gang banging. Y'all was you. And it was the baby boomers. Sheesh. <laughs> all right, baby boomers, take that L and let's move on. Shout out to Leaf. Appreciate you for being here. Thank you, sir. Again and again, VMAD is back in the building. The real VMAD only donates via Cash App. All right, there's a guy. You guys share names. All right, so shout out to the real VMAD. And uh, Untamed Wolf says over 100K people watching. Get the likes up, Sean. Get the likes up or we're going to get Belly Deli in the building. We definitely going to get Belly Deli. All right, school's back in session, so the numbers are lower this afternoon. All right, people are still in school. All right, let me check PayPal real quick. Millennials, y'all dodged a bullet because y'all was getting, y'all was catching wreck, as they used to say. Y'all was catching wreck. Yeah, fell for the condoms, uh, HIV, eight, no. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, if you really want to know, he's been with the boomers hand in hand. Dr. Fauci then scared y'all for 40 consecutive years. Baby boomers. Had y'all straight up depopulated. That was like, there was too many boomers. Let's slow everything down. Yeah, you might catch something. Yeah, you might as well strap it up. Y'all fell for the welfare. I mean, come on, man. The Civil Rights Act. Maybe that was your parents. But if you look. <laughs> yeah, I was fading the millennials, but but guess what? But, but guess what? The baby boomers definitely catching that L. Y'all fell for sexual harassment. Think of the stuff that has came in during the baby boomer culture. Sexual harassment at the workplace. Women in the workplace. Feminism. They ate it up. Strong and independent. That was baby boomers. (laughs) We're going to have to tell them to catch that L. Shout out to who was this over here? Who was this? 
Who is this? Shout out to, uh, we'll call you Joseph K. He says, great topic, coach. This is true gamer in the building. Yeah, I gave your name up. He says, the internet is undefeated. You're going to have the blue pill gumps, gumps clutching their pillows. He says, speak about the fight, fight your sperm in this situation. Yes, the dude. And this week has you. been a total science lesson for you guys. I've been telling you, man, um, when it comes to procreation and monogamy, women don't do very well in it, but they're good at chastising you to do it in order for them to control your resources in which an article has said as much for the benefits of monogamy. They were like, well, it benefits the woman because she gets to control the resources. Mm. All of these MGTOW um, tropes or these MGTOW claims that they've been claiming for the last 10 years and everybody, they've been the redhead stepchild of the uh, red pill. MGTOW been on it. <laughs> they've been on it from the beginning because they don't play. You know, if anybody don't play, it's the MGTOW. All right, they they like we ain't not we ain't hearing nothing. We ain't hearing nothing. No, hold the line. All right, uh, let's get into this story. How about how about the first story? Uh, oh oh oh. By the way, by the way, Van Glorious. Let's see here. Did I show that? I showed the time thing. Okay. There's a big problem. Oh, hold up. This is going to be. Um, I'm going to be speaking at the 21 convention again, again and again in Florida. That's your brother right there. See, G.A. in the building. Uh, Give me my speech. And this is my speech to the women. And I'm suited to booty kicking it with the locs in unity. Soon we'll be loving all black folks. Look at my brother up there. Chocolate skin, ashy knuckles and all of that. And I'm actually going out there laying it down. All right. I'm laying the smack it down down there. And I got my button, my shirt button open and all of that stuff showing my taco meat and my hair popping out of the damn shirt. All right. Hey, who is that guy right there? Hey, that's going to be me. If you want to see me speak in person, check the links in the description box below. All right. For the 21 convention, I got my chain on blingy bling. Who dressed this dude up? All right. That's me right there, man. That's where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in Orlando in October. Go check it out. I'm coming to the East Coast, straight East Coast. And the link is in the description box below. All right. Anyway. All right. Check that out. All right. Uh, let's see. What's the next? There's a big um, check this out. Remember, I've been telling you guys about this electric car thing. I don't know if this is a skit or not, but let's take a look at what's going on here. This Tesla ran out of gas. <laughs> Wait, Tesla ran out of gas. Hold the hell up. Um, let me see if I could. Your, protect your ears real quick because I can't control the volume on this one. But uh, a Tesla runs out of gas. If you've ever driven from Los Angeles to, or at least Southern California to Las Vegas, and you got to a place called Baker, where they have a big giant needle, a needle that tells you the temperature, right there in Baker, they have a huge electric car filling station because it's a common stop stopping point. It's a gas station that appears like, there's like 90 miles in between that. I think the previous town is Bakersfield, right? So Bakersfield to Baker, there's no gas station. There's very few gas stations. So a lot of people stop at Baker. So in Baker, it's hot as hell there, right? Whatever it is, it's 30 degrees. It, uh, Death Valley is right off from Baker. So, which is the, one of the hottest places in on earth. But with that being said, there's a Tesla or a, I think it's electric car station right there. And I once asked the people, I said, how long does it take for you to get a full charge so you can continue down to lo towards Las Vegas? All right. How long does it take? Because that's at the two hour, three hour point. 
And then you got another hour till you get to Vegas. How, how did I say Bar? I said Bakersfield. Sorry. I said, I meant Barstow. Barstow to Baker, not Bakersfield. All right, Barstow to Baker. So with that being said, with that being said, I asked, how long does it take for you to get a full charge? You pull up because if you don't get a full charge, you're not going to make it to Las Vegas. If you're don't, if you don't charge up there, you're going to run out of gas. <laughs> it takes like 20 to 25 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes to get a full charge. Now, when you get to the charging station, it's going to be full already. More than likely, it's going to be full. There's you're going to have to wait for a pump. So that could be another 20 to 30 minutes, because obviously if somebody takes the pump before you, you got to wait for their 20 minutes and then you got to wait for your 20 minutes. So 2011, 50, 11 minutes. So that's the problem with it, because it only oh, it only takes 20 minutes. But then if you're a, at a popular spot, which they're always at a popular spot, it's going to take 20 minutes plus the other person's 20 minutes. So that could become it could be an hour. Could be an hour. With that being said, it takes about five minutes to dump your gas in the gas tank and continue. Well, what we're seeing here is a lot of people trying to deal with the lack of infrastructure related to these electric cars. And you're going to deal with it a lot, especially in California, because California is huge. They're not going to have the infrastructure in time to deal with this thing that they're pushing through. So now people are making fun of it. Let's take a look. Problem. Tesla's an electric car, right? Yeah. Fully electric. Mm -hmm. I don't understand what the gas is for then. Well, because if you're fully out, you got to charge it. Can't juice it up. Show me what you mean. Let's pop. Yeah, yeah. So where's the gas going to go? Show me. So basically, it goes in here. This is the... Wait, then that plugs into here, and that plugs into there, and then you're good to go. It's a weird oh system. Oh, my gosh. Is that a gasoline generator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you get the electricity to drop. You've got an underpowered Tesla. You're going to, bro, you could have gotten a Honda, and you could have. There's a. And of course, some people are in the comment section, Captain Obvious. Well, of course, that's how you charge it up. That's how you charge it. You know, you use electricity to charge up. the. They didn't get it. It went flat over their head. But you got to listen, you got the Tesla so you didn't have to use gas. But for some reason, now you're using gas containers to fill up the gas, the 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 <laughs> the gas generator to plug in your. Isn't that? Wow. Let's watch it again. Big problem. Tesla's an electric car, right? Yeah. Fully electric. I don't understand what the gas is for then. Well, because if you're fully out, you got to charge it. Can't juice it up. Show me what you mean. Let's pop. Yeah, yeah. So where's the gas going to go? Show me. So basically, it goes in here. This is the... Wait, then that plugs into here, and that plugs into there, and then you're good to go. It's a weird oh system. Oh, my that... gosh. Is that a gasoline generator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you get the electricity to drop. You've got an underpowered Tesla. You're going to, bro, you could have gotten a Honda, and you could have. There's a... Now, I, I think this is a this is a setup, right? It's a setup. But there are been photos. There have been photos of Tesla's with gas generation gas generators behind them all right hold on for a second 
Uh, Tesla's going to be mad at me on this one. New, 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 new world order. Um, there are videos where, or, or pictures where, let me see if I can find it. Uh, here, here, let's just show you right here. I mean, listen, this, this is, you know, enjoy the car you want. But there's pictures right here of Tesla's pulled over to the side with gas generators plugged in right here. I mean, so it's not, it is not out of the realm of possibility of this happening. Here's another one right here. All right. So um, obviously this would defeat the purpose. <laughs> here it is right here. This one's towing one. Holy moly. Here's another one here. Here's a car right here. There's one off the side of the freeway here. All right. Uh, anyway, 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 anyway. New, 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 new world order. We'll get there. We'll get there. You know what I mean? A lot of people's like, what? I charge mine at the crib. Well, not everybody has a garage. Not everybody has a thing. So people are buying them. Trust me. I lived in a big comp community in, in Orange County. And a lot of people had electric cars. They had no way to charge them. All right. They had to charge them at the eight charging ports. I, I for sure know that they were fighting for those spots. So those spots were never open. So not everybody can charge them at the crib. Um, like you, like you would do. So I think, you know, like it I said, big wait, sorry, the infrastructure just is not there. The infrastructure is just not there. Uh, let's get into this story right here. Uh, this is, this is a sister now, another sister, uh, sister right now is mad at a white man for not dating them. And so let's pull up this video. There's a sister who goes by, I don't know. She's a Karen. And, uh, there's a white guy. There's a white guy who went on his 50 dates in 50 states. He said, I'm going to go on 50 dates in 50 states. And this woman, this sister, notices something about all of the women that he went on a date with. Let's go ahead and see if you can notice it as well. Pro-blacks are irate. So this guy has made a show of going on a date with a woman from every state. And let me just show you why he's getting a lot of hate. I think it's fair to say that my guy has a type, but here's what really makes me mad. This is the girl he went on a date with from Hawaii. Like, sir, what you not finna do? You not finna play us, sir. You not finna play us, sir. Then this is the girl he went on a date with from New Mexico, who is actually, if you look on her Instagram, from Long Island. So, sir, if you have a type, you didn't even have to go across 50 states for that. Like, you really just dated the same girl in every single state. Like, I, where, where? Where is the seasoning? Let me know y'all thoughts in the comments, because I'm feeling like this was unnecessary. Um, when it comes, when it comes to sisters, I mean, they are the most insecure, all right, of them all. And it is sad because they always feel personally attacked just about on anything. Now, this white guy had nothing to do with her, had nothing to do. He looks like he'll never date a black woman in his life. He'll never date a black woman. Why does, why does, why does he have to pick one when 60% of the women are going to be white and he white and he's a look like an Abercrombie and Fitch surfer boy. He ain't going to do it. Why would he do it? And if he did it, would it be a token reach? Would it be a reach? Why are we picking out Hawaii and New Mexico? 
Who is he supposed to date in Hawaii in the Mex New Mexico? I'm just asking. I mean, because when you go to Hawaii, there's plenty of white folk in Hawaii. Right? Who is he supposed to date? A Hawaiian? I get it. Um, New Mexico. New Mexico, there's a lot of white folk in New Mexico. As a matter of fact, if you go to Albuquerque, the trailer park trash, I mean, you can smell a trailer park trash from 10 miles away. All right? It ain't nothing but pure trailer park trash. All right? <laughs> Sorry. Everybody in New Mexico, irate right now. But there are a lot of Latino people in New Mexico as well. But if you go to someplace like um, uh, Rancho, Rio Rancho, something like that, you go up to Albuquerque in between there, you go in these little depository states like Truth and Consequences, you go to Las Cruces, all right, they got a lot of white folk in there. <laughs> they got a lot of white folk in there. And they got a lot of meth in there too. This sister is sitting here crucifying this white man he minded his own business. He's dating as many flatback Kayleys as he can get his hands on. I don't blame him. He went to the junior college. And she's mad that she, <laughs> she's mad that she, or he didn't date any sisters when, in fact, sisters are the least selected on the dating market, whether that's being selected by black men or by uh, white men or any other men. We proved this out on dating app research. They are the least responded to. They are the least selected. They are the least matched. So it's not a surprise that that guy did it. Now, if this guy was a black guy, potentially, then she might have a case. Then you could say he was intentionally leaving her off. But if you think about it statistically as well, this is a low demographic group. I keep telling people this. I know where you live. You live in Philadelphia. You live in New Jersey. You live in Birmingham. You see black folks everywhere. And in your mind, you cannot not imagine a place where there's very few black people. But if you come anywhere past Colorado, black people are like, is like 8%, 9%, like one out of 10 people you see will be black. 10 out of 100 will be black. And if you move to a suburb, Littleton, Issaquah, Littleton, Colorado, Issaquah, you move somewhere outside of Portland, outside of Portland, you move somewhere in the uh, in the San Jose area or outside of, uh, outside of Hayward into Sacramento. If you move to uh, Newport Beach, Orange County, you're going to see half of one person out of 10. <laughs> half of one person out of 10. You're going to see um, eight out of 100 will be black. It, I'm, I'm probably going to say five out of 100. You move to the San Fernando Valley. You move out to Thousand Oaks. One out of 10 if you're lucky. So people don't understand that. People don't understand that. When you live in the South and on the East Coast and some places in these decaying Midwest cities, you're around 50% black people, and you cannot imagine that the rest of the country is like that. But past, literally past Kansas, <laughs> there's very, very few. So when these people go from state to state, these people are used to not seeing one of you at all times. I went to school, and I was the only black person in my class, most of my classes, in California. This is in California. 
right? So with that being said, why do these sisters get so upset by something like this? Why are you so upset? So this guy has made a show of going on a date with a woman from every state. And let me just show you why he's getting a lot of hate. Who's hating this guy? Maine. What do you think is in Maine? I guarantee you Maine's black population is under 8%. Under 8. Okay, let me see here. There's California. I wish they all could be California girls. All right, let's see if I can stop again. Arizona. She don't look white. She looks... She might look black. She she might look black. She might be Latino or she might be a reservation girl. You know, there's a lot of res girls out there. Colorado, who would you expect to see other than that flat back right there in Colorado? Especially in Boulder, Littleton, and all of that shit like that. That's who exactly who I would think to see in Colorado. And if you go anywhere north of Denver, it's going to be a snow cow out in Fort Collins and whatnot. Delaware, who would you expect? I mean, Delaware does have a great uh, black population there, but come on. Hawaii, Illinois. Again, I've actually proved this point. Once you leave the outside outskirts of Chicago, you probably won't see nary one black soul in the entire state of Illinois. Mm. <laughs> come, come on. Anybody has ever traveled? I've been to all of the continental states. In the United States, I've been to every single one of them. I've been to every single major city. I've been to the little towns, the big towns, the little cities, the big cities. I've been through them all. You leave Chicago and there ain't not that many black folks in the entire state. <laughs> all right. Anyway, who else is supposed to pick? Iowa. Like, who would you who else is going to be there, bro? Now, this would be what my 50 dates and 50 states looks like as well. <laughs> so I can see if you have a problem, if I did this, mine would look something like this. I'm sad to say that that's what would happen too. But let's continue. Kentucky. Who, what else is in Kentucky? Other than Louisville, where else is there black folk? That's what I expected would be in Kentucky. Wait, she looks black. What state is that? I can't see. Michigan? What do you mean there's no black? This woman looks black to me. Does is, does she not? Am I tripping? She looks like a mulatto. She looked like a half-breed. Mississippi. Say that, boy. I know you think you're going to come over to Oxford, boy. But don't not roll in the hay with my country girl daughter. Nebraska. Come on, man. Anybody been in Nebraska? There ain't nothing but white folk there. All right, in Nebraska. Come on, I've been to all through Nebraska. New Hampshire. What are we talking about? <laughs> There's New Mexico. There's North Carolina. Okay. I mean, listen, that might be 50-50. 50-50 state right there. North Carolina for sure is a 50-50 state. And he went with a purebred flatback. So I can't. Now he's got a type. Ohio. Columbus. All right. He waited till Ohio State game turned out. And he really did get him a flatback. Yeah, I'll give it to him. Oklahoma. Boy, he loves flatbacks. I'm going to tell you that. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Rhode Island. Rhode Island's ghetto. 
other I mean Providence is pretty ghetto. So I, if he was in Providence, yes. But if he was in the outskirts, not so much. South Dakota? Come on, I've been to South Dakota. I've been to the Black Hills. I, I've been to the um I can't even think of what it is. Come on, South Dakota. Texas. All right. You can see he's in Austin. So he went for the white folk in Austin. Utah. Come on, man. Who do you think is going to be in Utah? Virginia. Okay, that's a 50-50 state. West Virginia. I'm surprised she still got her teeth. All right, but she a flatback. All right. I think it's fair to say that my guy has a type. But here's what really makes me mad. This is the girl he went on a date with from Hawaii. Like, sir, what you not finna do? You not finna play us, sir. You not finna play us, sir. Then this is the girl he went on a date with from New Mexico, who is actually, if you look on her Instagram, from Long Island. So, sir, if you have a type, you didn't even have to go across 50 states for that. Like, you really just dated the same girl in every single state. Like, I, where? Where, where is the seasoning? See, there doesn't need to be seasoning on this one. Again, if I did it, I would expect some bite back. All right, if I did this and mimicked exactly what he did, which I would do, I would get close to it. <laughs> right, but he doesn't need seasoning. He's a plain stock factory issue white dude. Let me know y'all thoughts in the comments because I'm feeling like this was unnecessary. Unnecessary. I'm sure she got roasted in this comment section. I'm sure she got absolutely flamed in this comment section. As a matter of fact, let me see here. Um, let me see if I can pull up. Yeah, another black girl's mad. Video here, and I'm I'm stitching it so you can kind of see. Oh, the, the I've personally taken offense to this, and what? I am admitting that's part of my like past and like i've dated what is that on her lip what is going on with the sisters man y'all need some help a guy maybe multiple who are kind of like having a preference like this oh indiana hello i tell you the junior college and obviously all these girls are gorgeous and they seem excellent she got on there with that scab on her lip um it's just that it just it's sad to me that was a black woman right yeah, there to me wait it's that it just it, was that that's as close as he got why are they so mad <laughs> it's sad to me because what's sad? why are we not attracted to people who aren't white I have I, I've broken this down before I've broken this down. I've told and warned sisters to stop competing with white women. Y'all need to stop because the numbers, the numbers don't work for you the same. Again, six out of 10 women are going to be white. If a white man's going to date, he's got an The white women have an advantage. Not only that, they don't have the perceived advantage as you believe. All right. Because it is major league competition. If you look at the statistics, only 10% or better, which they call the Chad, 10 to 15% of white dudes are the cream of the crop. And that leaves a whole bunch of white dudes out. But that leaves a whole bunch of white women going after the top tier percent white dudes. And the margin of error to drop out of competition for white women is five to 10 pounds. Mm. 
or if your hair is curly or if your hair happens to be blonde or if your hair happens to be brunette. I mean, it could be a small margin to knock you out the box forever for top tier men forever. You ain't getting in. If you didn't gain some weight, if you were a super duper rebel, if you're a liberal politically, you're getting knocked out the box. If you're a feminist, knocked out. All right. You ain't going to get you're not getting ahead. You're not getting ahead. If you if you have a baby outside of marriage, you're knocked out of the box of top tier white dudes. It ain't even close. If you don't shop at the same Abercrombie and Fitch in North Face and you don't know how to ski, you don't know how to swim, knocked out the box. If you're 28 years and older, knocked out the box. <laughs> if you've ever dated a black guy, knocked out of the box. I mean, it's fast. The elimination is swift. The justice is swift in the competition for high-tier white men. It is swift. You don't go to a high-level college. Out. You go to a California State University. Gone. <laughs> so that's how swift the justice is in losing out on top-tier white men. Now, here you come marching over, dyeing your hair, putting a blonde wig on, all right? And then you got long fingernails, and you grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. In the white folks community, if you come from the wrong family, Hatfields and McCoy, you come from the wrong family, you come from Kentucky, and you want to date a top-tier dude from California, you are knocked out. Knocked out. <laughs> but here you come with your blonde wig, and then you run over there thinking you're going to compete. You're knocked out. You come from a broken home. Out. And that's white folks judging other white folks. You come from, oh, your family divorced? They will literally be like, don't date that girl. Oh, you can't marry her. Her family divorce. That's an immediate knockout. And you come from a single mother household. You're out. You ain't even in. <laughs> Somebody says, got to disagree here. There's a definite preference for white people, especially white men, all women. Well, no, listen, we're not disagreeing. All women love all women. If they had a choice would go for white men. I mean, other than preference, because they're the top tier. But I'm saying, if you just exclude the other races and you just take the comp competition in the white community, it's difficult just to get them. Now you jump in and you put Asian women and Latino women and black women in the mix, it's going to be hard for them to even stand up. You're not disagreeing. You're absolutely agreeing with me. Absolutely agreeing. I mean, I'm just saying, just eliminate the minorities and keep it with the white women. It's It's tough. It's tough for them to win. And then you want to throw your hair weave in there? You want to throw your hair weave? Come on. Come on. I know people want to deny this and want to make a change. Well, yes, well, 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 they choose the Chads. They choose the Tyrones in the bedroom. Okay, well, you got some peace leave. All right, good. You mess with her down the down low. All right, she ain't going to marry you. <laughs> So this is the problem when I hear some black women are like, why? But see, these are millennial and Gen Z white, uh, black women. They're like, I thought we were making strides in this country. No, we're not. 85% of people date within their race. Sisters, I don't care if you mixed or not, or you are racially ambiguous, whoever you are, when it comes down to it, you ain't moving to the suburbs if you ain't never grew up in the suburbs. All right. They're not going to move you in. And I don't care what race of the guy is. He's not going to bring Stragnesia over to the suburbs just because. Um, 
it's just that it just it's sad to me because why are we not attracted to people who aren't white and i i'm not trying to say that you can't like like a certain way that people look but you know like out of 50 you're doing this for a video can i say this i'm gonna add this and i don't want to pull a kevin samuels here i don't want to pull a kevin samuels remember even kevin samuels did not want to pull a kevin samuels he was like don't make me say it ma'am don't make me say it but you're average at best <laughs> You're average at best. Like, look at you. Did you look at yourself before you clicked the live button or the red record button? I mean, just take a look. It may not be because you're black. Have you thought about that? I mean, because you like bright and almost white. So you could actually pass for white if you actually cleaned up your act. However, you have herpes on the top of your lip. That I can't even avoid. We even even got into the rest of this issues that you have going on here. You have a rat nest on your head. You didn't present your best self. You're overweight. I mean, your eyebrows need a little bit of a trimming. Like there are some things you could work on to actually put you in the competitive ranks and you didn't even attempt to put your best foot forward. <laughs> Just saying, what are we doing here? This is the delusion that men deal with because now you're putting yourself, and here's, you know what's the kicker? Do you know what's the kicker? I know you guys were mad about me keeping it real. You know what's the kicker? This woman does not date black guys. This woman will throw her nose up to every brother coming towards her. She'd be like, oh, nope. She, no, no, and this is why it pains her. And she comes from a mixed family. One of her parents were a white. See, this is the problem. She's like looking at brothers like, nah, I'm better than that because I have a degree and I have a career. So I could focus on my career. But now she's sitting here going, why can't I get Chad? Well, I'm sorry. Chad will not catch you in broad daylight together. You, you will not be seen with Chad ever in broad day. Continue. Not a single girl is black. And I think maybe there's like a light skin, maybe mixed girl. But you know what I mean? Honestly. Oh, man. I tell you, man. I tell you. I tell you. Boy, it's rough. I think that, that this is a this is a problem. It's definitely a problem. Here's another black boy. The sisters are going. What do they call them? The vergers, divesters. Sisters are irate at this white boy. Brothers, this is your signal. This is your signal. Sisters don't want nothing to do with y'all. Is represented Hawaii. At first, I was like, yeah, like I get it. He probably has a type, 50 states, whatever. Then he got to Hawaii. I guarantee you she's never been to Hawaii. She never been to Hawaii. Have you been to Hawaii? Okay, listen. What, what is going on with Hawaii? Why are they throwing Hawaii under the bus? What do you think is over there? What do you think? Where's the statistics of Hawaii? Where's the statistics? 
<laughs> I got to break this down. What do you think is over there? People that are, I mean, Islanders, what do you think is over there? What is the Hawaii statistic? There's a bunch of Asians over there. We know that Hawaii statistics. There's a bunch of people who are the natural people of Hawaii. And there's a lot of white folks, especially in Oahu. I mean, just the visitors alone. But the people that moved there, Hawaii racial demographics. Why do they why are they picking on Hawaii? Hold on for a second. Hawaii is 61% white, as I thought, <laughs> just as I suspected. Hawaii is 61% white, uh, 12% black, 18% Hispanic. <laughs> Wait a minute, is this right? Asian, 6%. Yeah, Asians are a small, very small demographic. Let me make sure I have this right. Nope, that's wrong. All right, so let me give you another one. This is another one. That that quite that might not been quite right. It just depends here. Okay. All right. Here it is. We got. Okay, this one says, "Boy, this is a different one." I must be reading for this. This one says thirty-seven percent Asian, twenty-four percent white. That was, a, and then 1% black. Okay, what was I reading? <laughs> what part was I reading first? This is the census of Hawaii. We're going to go with the Hawaii census, yeah? The Hawaii census. 61% white. 12% black, 18% Hispanic, Asian, 6. Okay, this is a very big discrepancy here. Very big discrepancy, but wow. Okay, Pacific Island, boy, I don't know about this. They're giving a very low demographic for even the Pacific Islanders. I'm going to see here. Okay, here's another one. So it goes back to the first one. Okay, which one can you trust? Yeah, I now I'm going back. Let me, rep- let me give you this one. We're going back to 22% white, 38% Asian. Okay, 38% Asian, 8% Latino. We got to get some damn consistency here. Yeah, these statistics are off. But with that being said, who did they think that she was going to select over there? Oh, girls. Hawaii. Blonde hair, blue-eyed white girl. is represented Hawaii. Well, in Honolulu, in Oahu, I could see that. That's possible. To you. Every other state makes sense except for that one. Hawaii. She really did. Sisters, man. Hey, brothers, y'all better take notes. You better take notes. Your sisters are, your sisters are, really want to be with white folks. <laughs> that is unreal. So a lot of guys, you're mad at me. All right. I'm telling you, when I, even in California, growing up in California, when you move outside of Inglewood and Hawthorne and all of that, and you move, say, to the Valley. You move to the San Fernando Valley. You move to Orange County. You move to San Diego. You move to um, Ventura. And there's a black woman there. They'll overlook the brothers. They not got no loyalty to no brothers there. They going for any, anybody they can get. They going for the top tier. It's an open It's an open competition. Anybody think, every, Anybody know that? You're, you're in outside of the, the greater Los Angeles area. And if it's a black woman outside that area, they are not going specifically for loyalty in black people. I, a lot of people don't know this because you're, again, you're in the South and you don't, you don't see it, but I know I I've seen it. I lived it. 
They are not going, oh, a brother, a black man, thank God, I'll date you. No, they, they're like, they going for theirs. And it's an open field. There's no, <laughs> it is what it is. So watch out, man. Gosh, those insecurities are reigning supreme. I could see if it was a black guy, but that was a plain old Chad. But again, they're competing for the Chads. All right. Uh, they treat white men like foreign women treat uh, black men abroad. Yeah, they do. Especially on the West Coast. Oh, man, no. All right. Uh, let me get to these contrib contributions here. Contributions, Venmo. You find, man, I'd say I find all kind of interesting stuff online. All right. Um, online on the Internet. Do I sound like an old person? On the Internet. My son says, because I always say that. I, I booked it on the Internet. My son says, Dad, you sound old. All right. I said, at least I didn't book it. I didn't go to the stadium and wait in line to buy the tickets. I booked it on the Internet. <laughs> People don't realize we didn't have an internet when I was a kid. When I was their age, there was no such thing as a internet for our for public consumption. So it was still a new thing to me. I typed in www. I still type in www. Yes, I do. When I go to YouTube, I type in www. All right. <laughs> oh man. All right. When you don't have to, by the way. All right, shout out to, uh, who is this in here? Jose S. Says, thanks for all you do, Coach Free Agent Foe Live. No government name says, play Masterpiece Theater theme for Straggling Sniggle. All right, I might have to check it for copyright another episode. We got Straggling Sniggle coming up. All right, I can't wait, but I'll check it out to see if I can get it to pass. Bryant Horsley back in the building. Thank you, sir. Malik Brand says that Tesla video smells like ham and eggers, coach. Smells just like ham and eggs. All right. Where we at here? Triple back. Tramil says 27 paying off my house tomorrow. Only up for here, by the way. What a tremendous advantage economically you can have by paying off your house well in advance. And a lot of people know I'm not partial to housing, buying houses, but it's mostly because of the financing. That's what gets people. That's the sticking point. A lot of minorities about to get swindled and hoodwinked by, I can't mention it because they'll yank me again. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is a fantastic opportunity to buy now. I'm like, are you crazy? Holy mackerel. All <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. But uh, paying off your house is fantastic. If you're going to be in real estate and you can pay off the house, pay it off because most, your most expensive expense as a human being in the United States is rent or mortgage your most expensive expense i know if i don't know if you can actually say that i don't even know how to say it because i haven't prepared but the biggest expense that you will pay is rent and mortgage if you can now budget your you get in your money and now rent and mortgage doesn't come off the top what an advantage what an advantage in life for income you can live off way less income and you can save way more money. So when we talk about housing, I always be like, eh, I don't know about buying a house. It's mostly because of the finance. I'm like, oh, the finance sounds ridiculous. But if you pay it off, you're good. You're going to have to pay property tax. All right, your greatest expense, your second big, yeah. So then, you know what I mean? And then if you pay off a car and you paid off your house, shit, you're in the top 90% 
just on the fact that it doesn't even matter what you make as an income. It doesn't even matter what you make as an income because it's, it doesn't matter. Almost 60%, maybe 70% of your income is going right to your pocket now or going to a future investments. It doesn't go to car payment and housing. So shout out to you. 40-year home loan and you're 60. <laughs> Old ass baby boomers running. I'm going to finally buy me a house. 0% down, 0%. What the hell? All right, shout out to Loud Pockets. Is out of pappy. Hold up for a second. He said. Out of pappy. Yes, indeed. All right. Yes, indeed. Damien Birds keep putting content out. Yes, indeed. I will. Thanks, coach. Shout out to Damien. All right. I got to catch up over on PayPal. Shout out to you for being patient. There's a lot to catch up on. Mr. Cripps is in the building. Blood and Crippin. You need a whipping. He says, I want to help support this content so I can. So you can what? So I can focus on my career. Yes, indeed. Focusing on your career. All right. Your career is vital and very important. Let's get the likes up or we'll get belly deli before we get to the straggling sniggle theater. No government name. Married coach gang. Paying tuition for the ninja watchers. Young men, listen to coach. He says, also, please stop using Robin Baker's Sperm Wars book as info. It has been debunked for shoddy experiments that couldn't be reproduced. All right. So um, did I use this book for the Sperm Wars? Uh, there actually is a little conflict on the idea of what they call fighter sperm. All right. It's not 100%. It is the same as microshimerism or microchimerism, it is it is kind of one of those things in science that they're like, yeah, and then the other people are like, nah. Same thing with sperm wars. Fighter sperms, it's like, yeah, and then others are like, nah. So we'll, with, we will run a disclaimer on that. Um, I did not run that disclaimer, but it is what it is. Some scientists believe, some don't. Some men believe that women have, they keep all the sperm that they've ever received in their body into their brain right just so you know just so you know uh anyway who is this in here youtube trash talker he says just a thought coach say he spent 100 per date that's five thousand dollars hope he hope a few gave up the peace leave that's true too he might have had the money or he's going to probably try to recoup the money in um adsense Right. He's like, I'm going to make some money back on TikTok or AdSense. So, um, yeah, that's his, that is $5,000. I wonder how many of them women did he slayed? Um, because those are the easiest women to slay when you're a Chad. He probably had no problems. All right. I've seen ugly fat Chads slay proper flatbacks. Like, damn, I'm like, what? And I used to have this dude named Joe. He was a little, he looked like Barney Rubble. <laughs> he looked like Barney Rubble. He was a little Italian dude. With a hook nose, his nose was crooked. All right, and he looked cross-eyed. Sometimes you look at him. This dude was the frat party king in college. And he was a little fat, wide-hipped. <laughs> if he heard me talking to him, he should know, man, because we used to diss each other big time. He used to slay Kaylee's. I used to be in awe. I used to be like, how are you meeting these girls? He was like, on the internet. <laughs> he reminded me of Cartman. He reminds me of Cartman. Cause he wasn't really that smart. You know what I mean? But he was kind of, he was street smart. He came from Orange County and he came, we went to school together. He reminded me of Cartman. Anyway, he kind of had the attitude of Cartman. 
Anyway, <laughs> this dude always had him a flat back, Kaylee. And I would come to his crib. He'd be like, like, like live close to each other in a uh, college campus. I would go to his crib and they'd be a proper flat back. I was like, where are you from? She was like, Loyola Marymount University. I'm like, what the hell? How'd she get here? He was like, I'm using this. He's using the first, um, what do they call it? They used to call it, um, I can't remember what they called. Ether, no, not Ethernet. I can't remember what they called it. But anyway, it was right after dial-up. All right, so remember, I'm coming off dial-up, and he had the fast internet. <laughs> All right, what did they used to call it back in the day? Anyway, he'd be meeting these girls online, not dial-up, not intranet. Telnet, no, DSL. It was something named, it was kind of like before DSL. But anyway, it was basically DSL, but they called it something else. So um, anyway. That was when the first time DSL was a thing. So he was going fast internet, fast ass internet, broadband. So this dude, I show up to his house. He always got a Kaylee. I'm like, where are you, where are you from? She's like, oh, I drove down from Chico State. Where are you from? I drove over from Pepperdine. And I'm like, what in the hell's going on? Now, he once asked some of the girls, because I was kind of like, yeah, I see it's lagging. He once asked one of the girls, and these were flatbacks. And he looked like Barney Rubble. Most all of the girls said they would never date a black guy. <laughs> they was like, no, we'll never date a But these were skeezers. These were skeezer-ass flatbacks. Now, that's what they told him because they obviously have something to lose if they said, yep, I'll be piping down Ty Tyrone's. Because white dudes would be like, okay, you out. <laughs> so they got to lie. No, I'll never pipe down the basketball player at my college. <laughs> But with that being said, that person, you would have to jump through hoop. You you know how much game you would have to run for the college campus, Kaylee's? I know y'all used to uh, dating uh, scab-peeling skeezer white chicks. These weren't scab-peeling skeezers, but they weren't not nasty either. They were nasty. Like, they, they were nasty for white dudes. Like, proper California girls. So, they those girls have everything to lose being with a brother. All right, they will lose their whole, they will lose 68% of the state. So in this situation here, I used to watch him and I used to be like, how in the hell are you doing this? <laughs> it was crazy, man. Anyway, there's your game for you. He was a dude that literally was like, he defied all the odds of success. He defied, he, he was short. He was ugly. He had hips like a woman. He was unsuccessful. He was sloppy, slovenly. Like, he defied all the odds of being successful with women, and he was super-duper successful. He was super-duper successful. He had nothing going for him. <laughs> I was like, what? Somebody said money talks. Was he paying them? That would be interesting to know. That would be interesting. He And he didn't mind talking to women. He didn't. He, he had no fear. So if you have any anxiety about cold approach – he will run up and talk to the finest woman no matter where you are. He would just walk up to him with full confidence. He was, a, he was a little Italian guy. All right, he was a little Italian dude. That dude had no fear at a young age. He'd just walk up to the finest chick and run all and then get her up. Like, damn, this dude. All right, Joe was, the, that. his name is Joe. I didn't mean to say his name, but Joe, Joe was the it back in the day on college campus. But he was a partier. He kind of, he was, he didn't have nothing else going for him. 
He was like the black sheep of the family. Uh, anyway. There, where, where was he at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to KT King. He says, regarding the 50 dates in 50 states, that woman is duck policing. He says, the main event, uh, that microchimerism at work, that's microchimerism at work, and that's you. Wow. And that's or you. They wanted that man. They wanted that man. Yeah, he did remind me of Joe Pesci, too. Like, he, he was a Joe Pesci-ass... He wouldn't have surprised me if he would have came up with some PUA game course. He would be the guy to do something like that. Shout out to who is this in here? VMAD is over here. Just double up VMAD in the house over on PayPal. Shout out to the real VMAD for me and my dog named Maddie. All right, boy, we got two VMADs. What are the odds? Last one. Shout out to you, brothers. Where are we at here? And shout out to Charles W. He says, knowledge, knowledge. Anyway, where we got there? He said he was off the Coke coach. Yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he did Coke. He was he was a dude. He was a no fear guy. He was the no fear guy. He would do any and everything. Um, and he thought he was like the best basketball player. He was like five foot four. He was wider as he was tall. He would be like, I can like that dude thought he was going to be good at everything. Like I was be like this dude overconfident but when it came to flatbacks and college girls he was the man all right and as far as i know i don't think he was paying them though straggle and sniggle theater straggle and sniggle theater shout out to straggle and sniggle theater let's head over here um i don't know what city this is but judging from the relation uh young dolph was from memphis i believe i'm not mistaken young dolph was from memphis Right, another reason for me not to go jogging at 4 a.m. through Memphis. Uh, here it is right here. This guy is known as Paper Route. Shout out to Paper Route. He's an artist and cousin of Young Dolph. And, um, oh, wait, Jay Fizzle, Paper Route artist. Maybe that's the label. Maybe his name is Jay Fizzle. He did an interview with his kids' mothers and wants a TV show with all of them. Let's take a look. This man right here, here's the 80-20 rule, all right? And there's a lot of saggy and soggy-ass women in here, but there are a couple of baddies in here, too. This guy is claiming to have 30 children. Jay Fizzle. For shizzle. There's a woman smoking black and milds on the porch. Now, we talked about the 80-20 rule. We talked about, you know, when men say 80% of the women want small percentage of the men no that's not true now all of these straggles allegedly have babies with this one man with that being said most of these women i wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole but there's are some good looking women here and there are some women with some assets here yeah um i would not mess with any of them in broad daylight uh there are a couple i will though and these are junior college girls but these are look like street walkers to me I can't mess with street walkers. Uh, let's play the video here. Fair use off the porch. He wants a reality show. They're alleging that this man has fathered children with all of these women. Whoa. Let's play the video. Time, man. Hey, man. You know what's going on, man. Big paper out being. Yes, sir, man. Welcome back, bro. And, man, what did you bring with you to?
This woman, cross-eyed, cock-eyed. There's a lot of knock knees. There's a lot of chafe thighs rubbing together. This woman right here, though. See, I like plain James. I can't even stand the caterpillar eyelashes. That's what I like. I mean, this one right here is a lot more plainer looking. All right. Uh, but um, the rest of them got some soggy. I mean, they soggy already. Uh, let me see if I can find another one. There has been a person who's rated all of them and put numbers. We'll check that out. Today. Yeah. It don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first for the porch, man. No. Somebody said they fine for Memphis. I know. Like for Memphis, yeah, these are these girls hitting. For Memphis, these girls are hitting. I, I can I can vouch for that. If these girls showed up in California, they'd be on Figueroa. All right. They, these none of these girls would be th these girls will all be on Figueroa. All right. If they showed up in California. <laughs> if they showed up in Vegas, they'd be all at they'd be all at the happy hippo stripper club. All right. That's where they would be at. Continuing. No. No, do it big. Yeah. One on one. Got to, man. You know, you people bring that whole crew. You brought the baddies out for them. Yeah, them. man. I, the baddies. I, I female, you know. <laughs> nah, I, hey, man. Hey. Um, so here's a guy. I guess this guy did a response video. He says he has 22 kids. Or maybe this is him. I can't tell. This guy says he has 22 kids. And this guy has 30. This is definitely, man. I tell you, boy. Wow. Uh, oh, do we need to do a do we need to do a hit it or quit it episode for paper route artist? What's his name? Jay Fizzle. Do we need to do a hit it or quit it? We need separate pictures. There's a dude looking like they're a tomboy back there. Woo, these women look rough. Holy mackerel. My, 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 my. Sheesh. There's brothers that watch me. They're like, Coach, man, what your expectations are? What are you doing? Like, they're like that, that's the those are the women, the PUAs in the hood. They get in slate. Those those are the women. I'd be like, you can have all of them. <laughs> that looks like Milwaukee and Chicago got together for a Stragnesia convention, and every one of the players in the Max and the Pimps. That look like they hoes that y'all all pride yourselves again. He a pimp. Look at his girls. I'm looking at her like, what? Mm. <laughs> like them? Are you are you pedestalizing that man for having that uh that what do they call it? That's his uh, uh that's his stable. That's that man's stable. And I'm supposed to give him a oh, look at you. Your playerism is on top. Mm. Let's get <laughs> oh my god dude i wouldn't swipe right or connect with them on seeking not, only one maybe two let's go ahead and uh there's a rating system on this one somebody has rated these girls are you ready for this are you ready for this let's see if we can match this up somebody wow they gave my girl a seven they gave my girl a seven so uh the one that i thought <laughs> that i would catch the one that I would catch myself in broad daylight got the lowest rating. Look at this freaking bro. Who rated these women? Mm. <laughs> you see where there's a problem in the dating marketplace. And it's not all women's fault. We got to start taking accountability, gentlemen. 
We got to start taking accountability. We need a standard scale of beauty. This is what we need. <laughs> at this point, somebody said recount. At this point, we need a standard scale of beauty. We need to stop with this objective. I know some people are going to, you know, some people are going to be left out. And some people want them extra thick and crispy and spicy. And some want them plain with no seasoning. I, I, I get it. But this is getting out of hand. I'm seeing in nines and eights. And I see a 10 on here. And there ain't nowhere near a 10. On this page. But <laughs> are the numbers upside down? I mean, is the seven to one and a six a nine? A nine is a six. What is a 10? A negative? The one in the front that they called a 10. First of all, I'm just not a fan of weave. I'm just not a fan of it. And I'm not a fan of heavy makeup, but I get it. I get it. Let's just say I'm a fan of this. All right. Let's just say I'm in Memphis this weekend. This girl is not a 10. All right. That she ain't even. That's a 10. All right, I got this woman's down here is a nine. Let's just be honest. There ain't nobody over a seven in this photo. There is nobody over a, somebody said in Memphis. Okay, <laughs> Stevie Wonder rating. There's nobody over a seven. There is not over, there's not one person over a seven. And I don't want to hear where her, this woman's an eight. They gave this woman an eight. This woman right here got an eight. Oh my Lord. I would say this woman seems to be cute-ish. I'm not a favor of the blonde wig, but she's cute. I'm going to give her a seven. She's a seven. This woman right here is in the seven range. I'm being generous now. She's not bad right here. She black and mild. Her lips too black from smoking weed. She's a five. This woman's cute. I'll give her a six and a half, a seven. She's definitely under six. This one's definitely, she's an eight. Wow. Holy moly. Nine and a half. This is a 9.5. A 9.5. Who rated this? Somebody needs to be taken to the, this little chocolatey thing right here. She foldable. So I'll give her a look. All right. This girl right here is kind of voluptuous. Eight. Hell no. This one's smoking weed out. And she looked like she on crack potentially. This worse than lighting a crack pipe and got a seventh. <laughs> we going to need a universal scale. We're going to need a universal scale. <laughs> Nobody over a seven, not even close. And anybody that has a 10, this is absolutely despicable. Wow. Anyway, we're going to have to do a hit it and quit it on, uh, on this group right here. But shout out to him for, listen, you know, he's got game. He's got game and he's got a good stable of women. And his women is down for him. He's uh, definitely not spake. If, yeah, if any of these girls showed up in California or just the West Coast in general, even Seattle, these women would be below. They'd be low above a four. They'd be in four. They'd have to move to Tuckwilla or something like that or Tacoma to even compete in Seattle. Okay. Man, wouldn't even compete in Seattle. Because I'm, I'm going to stop using California as the measuring stick. It's not. California is it's over, it's not even realistic. The standard of beauty there is just out of control, right? And they have doctors and surgeons and 
So let's just say Seattle. These women would struggle in Seattle. Struggle. All of them. <laughs> Shout out to Dacoma. He said that's the broke ninja scale for real, bro. Wow, that is absolutely outrageous. But with that being said, let's just say this. The 80-20 rule does play out here. So this is one guy that's probably, this is what he's alleging. He's impregnated all of these women. This actually proves a lot of what we talk about here in terms of the sexual dynamics. So let's just say for black men in general, um, this man has to be, he, he's able to get all of these types of women. And then there's a group of women that want white dudes in Memphis. Like they're mad that he went, that white dude went coast to coast. Where does that leave you brothers? The sisters don't want you. The top tier educated sisters don't want you. The Stragnishas are going all with young Dolph's cousin. Where does that leave you? That leaves you with the leftovers. You're cleaning up this mess. You're going to clean up all of this mess. This is where it leaves you. <laughs> you'll be, you'll, all of these women will have stepdaddies by the end of the damn thing in Memphis. Um, you know, hopefully he's able to take care of these. Anybody know him as a rapper? I don't, I've never heard of him, but again, that's not a surprise. Don't be surprised at that. I don't remember names, number one and number two. Like, I listen to music now. I just let it play. I don't even look. Who is the person? By the way, I did see that little Uzi Vert is lit. He's litty. His music, his his background, his uh beats, his beats are pretty good. He's come up on my playlist a couple times, and I was like, damn, who is this? I was like, wow, that's little Uzi Vert. I've heard of him before, and his beats are bang. His beats are good. All right, so, and he's not, I don't know. Say he's not that bad of a rapper. Anyway, little Uzi Vert. He's pretty good. Yes, ladies, I little I listen to little Uzi Vert. <laughs> All right, I got a lot more respect for Uzi Vert because he had a couple of songs that came out across my playlist, and I looked over and it was him every time. I was like, wow, okay, all right. I had to save his music. I was like, let me save it on my playlist. Where is he from, Miami? Uzi Vert is from Miami? All right, I give him some props. I give him his props. I'm in, I was impressed with his selection. Shout out to uh, Rashad J. Appreciate the content. Salute to you. Them Dusty 304s don't deserve no meat. And that's meat and money, energy, attention, and time. Think of that. You would not catch me in broad daylight with any of those women. <laughs> <laughs> Content create. Oh, he's from Philly. Okay, Uzi Vert is from Philly. Shout out to Philly. All right, shout out to Philly. He says, Goddamn, Coach Twin, two daddies. Yes. All right. Uh oh. Somebody said he's a synagogue of Satan. Uh oh, I don't want to hear. I don't know. I'll listen to if he's playing his music backwards. My son Uzi from Philly, Coach. I represent Philly, man. Y'all stood up. Y'all stood up for your boy. All right, a shout out to Philly and little Uzi Vert. He had a good little playlist going on here. I'm going to check in on him. Um, he he made me a believer, and that was just the last two days. Matter of fact, I'll tell you the song that I was bumping. I was playing it over and over again. I'll tell you the song I was bumping. It's called uh, Neon Guts. <laughs> Neon Guts was what I was bumping. I was like, that beat is hard. I was like, that is hard. All right, anyway, <laughs> Neon Guts. I don't know what that means. 
But uh, that song is hard. Anyway. Anyway, let me see here. Where are we going here? It's still up on my playlist. It's, it's still right there in the middle of the song. I kept, I kept repeating it. Repeat, repeat. And it was bumping in the 9-11. It was bumping. Go ahead and check it out. Go ahead and check it out. For you old heads that don't think new hip-hop is good, and you might have missed that one, you might have missed that one because that song is bumping. All right, uh, anyway, I'm an old head, and I'm an Uncle Tom. So, all right, we're going to get to the cash apps. We're getting it here. Where are we at here? Um, I think I got everybody on PayPal caught up. Let's go to Cash App. Shout out to Everett Walker. Thanks for getting me back into RC cards, Coach Hobbies. All right, you guys know I, I play with toys, man. I'm for real. All right, I, I you know what I mean? I'm cool and all that. I'm like the Fonz, you know what I mean? I smoke the cigar. I, I'm an all-around universal dude. All right, I don't hide what I do. I be playing with RC cars. I be chasing Nova around. <laughs> Nova hates when I bring out the RC car. She goes scrambling. And then I pin her in the corner. All right, well, shout out to you. RC car, man, enjoy your hobbies as men. Enjoy your hobbies as men. All right, where are we at here? The real fit style. He says his girls are cheap, low rent. Yes, indeed. But there's a guy here probably telling me I'm missing out. On what? A STI? <laughs> when people see my scale of beauty and what I do, he said, I'm bullying the dog. I know the people now are like, what are you talking about? You bullying Nova with the RC cars. Hey, check this out. Um, People hear me when I tell you I eliminate 80% of women. What When you put women up in front of me, I'll be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I have strict standards for you to ride this ride. Strict standards. Now, let's just be honest. I will. I am a nasty boy. And I have a history of being a nasty boy. So I can say that. I can say that. I do get a little nasty. And yes, I'm not happy about it. But I really don't go. I really don't go that low. All right, that is low. And there's a lot of dudes that be claiming they Mac daddies. And that's what they pulling. I've been warning you. Number one, stunner. What, 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 what? What's the GPA of this bloodline in school? <laughs> What is the GP? I would love to know the combined GPA of that entire picture. Not even boy, boy, are we being prejudging? Are we prejudging these people? These people could be all future doctors and lawyers. These people could be all degrees. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Yeah. These people could be smart and intelligent. Come on, let's stop prejudging them. He says those numbers represented time burnt. Times burnt. What? Those numbers represented times burnt? Oh. What about we burnt? The chocolate champ, Sheldon, says, LOL, how the F they even get over a seven? I don't know how anybody in that picture, but I might be wrong. Listen, you might be in a place where those are the top of the top, Th those are the most desired. I have a feeling a lot of people who say hoes are winning, that's the women they're talking about. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm like, what's, what are you talking about hoes are winning? And they're like, look. And then they're like, look, he's got, and I'm looking at them like, are, is that what you're talking? Them girls are not winning. <laughs> oh, maybe that was the number of children he has with each. 
Wow. That was rough. Shout out to Shalom in the building. He says, do you think sex box will solve some problems? Mm, it could be an option, but I don't, you know, I don't think it would solve problems. Nah. Because you have a problem still with procreation. So people are still going to want to procreate. And until they have the artificial womb ready to go, I don't think that solves the problem. It could be solving pleasure problems, but you're still going to have a group of guys like and once they roll them off. I mean, they're already off on the thing here, but once they roll them off there, there's there's probably going to be a group of men saying that you're whack for doing that. <laughs> but meanwhile, they're a player and their stable looks like the Memphis, the Memphis dozens over there. What do you mean, man? You can get some nice girls out here. Just come to Memphis. If I showed up to that to that porch, if I showed up to that porch, those women will look at me like I was an alien. They would look at me like I was a damn alien. By the time they stop puffing the black and mild, them women will be like, Who the hell are you, ninja? You got $200. $200 make you holler. You look like good stepdaddy material. <laughs> they be like. They, they lean over. Yeah, look, I'm just saying it, Josie. They lean over. We're going to rob this ninja around the corner. <laughs> they rob you. For real. They look at each other. They be like, look, I'm going to do $40, make him holler. We're going to rob this ninja right around the corner. <laughs> and they come out running in their heels, titties flapping left and right, sticking me up. Mm. While I'm trying to bend over somebody. My my plain Jane chick. They would rob me. If I showed up in front of them, they'd be like, we robbing that dude. They wouldn't be like, oh, hi, how are you? Perhaps we'll elevate ourselves and be, become better human beings. You know what I mean? They'd be like, stick up kids is out the jack. <laughs> Man, they'd be like, this is too easy. This is too easy. <laughs> They be kicking their leg. They be like, dude, we got to stick this dude up. <laughs> What's this trans? I don't even know what that is. What's trans by accident? There was a trans in there? Yeah, they they for show. Or they'd be like, get a shout, get him for some child support. Let him nut inside you. It would be bad. It'll be a bad day if I showed up there. Uh, shout out to, uh, let's go into the next one here. It says, women gets impregnated by two different men on the same day and delivers twins. Did you know that can happen? Let's go to the scientific, scientific data, and we're going to get called out on this. One set of twins, two fathers. How common is super, super, I should have pronounced this, super fecundation, super fecundation, hetero, hetero paternal, super Super condition will be tackled in a new rom-com, but it happened in real life, too. Yes, it did. And that's you. Two experts explain how. 
So I believe they're going to do a movie about it. I guess I can right here. I guess I don't know. There's some actresses that are going to do a movie. We'll come back to that. But let's get to the story and show you that it's legit. And it just happened. It says right here, mom gives birth to twins with different pappies. With different pappies. I'm a pappy. It says right here, after having sex with two men on the same day. Wow. This new mom had a one in a million conception. This is almost close to the Hail Mary at this point. Not Hail Mary, but the um, the immaculate conception. Her babies may be twins, but they have different biological daddies. Again, we've been telling you that this that they're, you know, uh, th that this is this is common. This is more common than you believe. Not the act of the conception, but the fact that there's multiple men's DNA left inside of the woman meaning there's we're designed to actually work against this right we're designed to bring some of this competitive dna out right as a, as as our anatomy is designed we're also also uh talking about ovulation if a person is uh questioning whether the their the paternity of the father she's had multiple men in a short window it's not over 30 days it's over literally 3 to 4 days a 19 year old a 19-year-old Brazilian woman gave birth to twins nine months after having sex with two men on the same day. Woo! As their first, first birthday looms, she began having doubts over who their father was. So she decided to take a paternity test to confirm her suspicions, local news outlet, news outlet Global reports. Hold on for a second. Let me make this larger. Says the anonymous woman. The anonymous woman originally suspected only one of the two men to be the fathers of the twin. So she collected his DNA. He must have been the one with the money. I got money. But it only turned up positive for one child. Says right here, I remember that I had sex with another man. Oh, Ironically, you remembered after the DNA test came up a little bit iffy. And then I automatically remembered, oh, I did have a sex with another guy that day. I had sex with another man and called him to take the test, which was positive. The new mom who asked not to be identified, what a surprise, told the outlet, quote, I was surprised by the results. I didn't know this could happen. They are very similar. So she has a type. So they look, probably look like the same two Brazilian pookies. While this phenomenon is jaw-dropping, it's certainly not impossible. It's possible to happen. Wait, it is possible to happen when two eggs from the same mother are fertilized by different men. So let's just put this in the proper context. Let's frame this. Let's frame this. Remember when I tell you this woman goes on a date with one guy and she goes to another house and she shows up to your house leaking Chad? We use that metaphor quite a bit. And now a lot of women are like, that's disgusting. That's not true. Guys, that happens a lot. So essentially what has happened, somebody busted. <laughs> somebody busted. Although where's our guy with Dylan? Somebody busted in this woman. And then she went to another guy's house and let him bust 
He went Rosky. He finished up and he went to another person's house and let somebody else finish up in her. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. By the way, I once suspected a girlfriend did that to me once. All right. Where I could probably feel I felt I was like, she acting funny. Cause I was like, hey, I'm coming over. And she was like, oh, what? No, no. And she threw up every excuse not to come over. So as soon as I get in there, I throws her on the bed and I goes in there. <laughs> All right. I was like, why are you acting funny? Oh, well, no, I was studying. I was, I was like, you probably had another dude in here. Or <laughs> you probably already finished clapping cheeks. So again, people don't think that women do this. They, people don't think that women do this. I think it's more common than you know. It's more common than you believe that they would follow up again. They can do this anatomically like they can they could have five, six guys. All right. In a, in a single day, not all of them do that, but they can have that done. You couldn't do that. You couldn't take five and six rounds. All right. Um, in a in a short period of time. So with that being said, especially in places that are considered a little bit lower than first world. I'm not saying Brazil is like that, but it's not. Not everybody's on the up and up on the scale of higher upper echelon people. So a Brazil, you can expect that in the small places. Imagine somebody double date. Boy, she took a load, went to another spot and took another one. Boy, ladies, what are y'all doing? Ladies be awfully quiet during my show. I know women watch this show. I know women watch this show. Every time I'm talking, you know how long it's been since I heard one of you? Not even that one woman that comes in here. I can't remember her name. She used to she used to be an agitator. We used to have an agitator in here. But I've been so crisp and proficient. And I've been so, I've been so efficient and, per, and run this show with precision. Not many people can debunk what I'm talking about. Now, the one brother debunked me about the spider fighter sperm, but that's neither here nor there. We'll take that. Where are all the ladies at? I know you are watching. Why aren't you debunking this madness? <laughs> yeah, Tia, where's Tia? That's who it was. Tia comes in here. There's another one coming here. I don't know anyone like this, coach. This is absolutely insane. Y'all be quiet as hell. If this was Kevin Samuels, y'all be turning the show upside down. Upside down. Y'all was ready to throw him off the bridge because he was going in. But I'm here delivering that truth, and y'all can't debunk it. All right. I don't want to hear about this story, but it says right here, the baby shares the mother's genetic material, but they grew in different placentas. Uh, heteropaternal superfecundation, superfecundation is an extremely rare phenomenon that occurs when a second ova released during the same menstrual cycle. That I didn't know you can release two eggs. They're saying this. I don't know. Is additionally fertilized by the sperm cell of a different man in separate sexual intercourse. Maybe they were there. To, well, no, no, no. They weren't there together. She denied that. This allegedly are the twins, but they blurred them out. Thank goodness. 
Dr. Franco admitted he never thought he would see a situation like this in his lifetime as it's one in a million and claimed that there's only about 20 other instances in the world like it. Meanwhile, the twins, who are now 16-month-old, are currently looked after by just one of the fathers, the mom told Globo. Uh-oh. Now we have we have a stepdaddy situation here that I did not anticipate. Nicole says it's easy. She's been there. To take a couple of loads? Yeah, it's easy for a woman to take a couple of loads. Now, to get impregnated by two different guys, we have a stepdaddy of a twin. Oh, my God. This is getting complicated. No, I can't even take this. It's unclear if the other father plays any role in their lives. Let me guess. It's the one she did the first DNA test on. I guarantee you it's the one she tried to hem up first. The second guy. Oh, I remember he went Roski too and followed up and got sloppy seconds. Remember, it says, but these unique twins aren't the first to score international headlines. In 2015, a judge ruled that a New Jersey man only had to pay child support for one of two twins because he only fathered one of them. Let's go ahead and see a picture. I bet you they black. <laughs> or no, really, give, me, give me the picture. Give me the picture. Oh, they don't got no picture. Oh, he's Muhammad. All right, he ain't black. It, oh, no, that was the judge. What's the name? Let me see the name. Oh, they don't have a name. It just says a New Jersey man. But if it's child support, we know they black. They black. They black for sure. If they at the child support office. In New Jersey, they black. What city? What city was it? Give me the city. It doesn't give me a city. If it says Trenton. Oh, they don't give the city. God dang it. Anyway. Yeah, if it said Trenton or Newark, we knew what was happening. All right, going back here. We're having fun. We're about to close it down. Two-hour mark. That's my aim. During the controversial case, DNA expert Carl, Carl Hahn's worst zingers testimony cited an ac academic study he published in 1997 that found that different fathers occur in about one in every 13,000 reportedly paternity cases involving twins. Since an egg has a lifespan of 12 to 48 hours, this is what we teach you here, and a sperm is viable for 7 to 10 days, there is about a week's time for a potential overlap and the fertilization of two eggs by two sperm. Well, where's my fighter sperm guy? It says right here, um, and uh, for from two separate acts of intercourse with two different men. Wow. And that's Dr. You. Keith Edelman, doctor of obstetrics, obstetrics, obstetrics. <laughs> I'm a baby. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. All right. At New York's Mount Sinai, I told CNN at the trial. Why, why was there a trial? Good Lord. It is more common than we think, Edelman continued. In many situations, you would never know because there is no reason to do a paternity test on twins. He just, he just admitted it right there. There's the admission that we all, that we all have been waiting for. It says right there, it's more common than we think. By the way, if you don't know, 
OBGYNs know every secret women keep. Obstetricians and gynecologists. That's OBGYNs. OBGYNs know every dirty secret about women and their peace leave. They know it all. They've seen it all. They know how nasty a woman is as soon as she walk in the dough. They know the pH balance. They know the stank. They know if the woman is reckless with her body. They know if she's a virgin. They could tell. They know about cheating. They know DNA fraud. They know paternity fraud. It says right here, in many situations, you would never know because there is no reason to even do the paternity test on the twins. You would never. There's probably twins that have happened in this situation. Somebody says, we heard we've, we heard it all and knew the lies. Uh, OB, by the way, I used to train a, a gynecologist, a woman who delivered babies, and I tell this story quite often. And I can never get it quite right genetically because it's never off the top of my head. But there's a certain rarity, especially when it comes to white folk. There's a rarity in the combination of genetics that makes one thing particularly rare. And I can't remember. You guys can know about it, and I can quickly look it up. But if it's two, two brown-eyed people, they can't create a blue. Or it's extremely rare. Or vice versa. If there's two blue-eyed, they can't create a brown. Or it's extremely rare. So this gynecologist told me one time, she had to have a heart-to-heart talk with a mother when she delivered the baby because the baby had the rare combination. The bear, yeah, the recessive gene, the baby had the rare combination of that would make it extremely rare for the two parents to match on the eye combination. And she went to the woman and said, is there something that you want to tell your husband? <laughs> you need to talk to your husband because you can fool everybody in here, but you can't fool me. He is not the daddy. So I don't know what you want me to put on the birth certificate. I don't know what you want me to do, what you want me to do to write on the records. But that is not the father. See, that's a gynecologist. That's an option. That's an OBG. That's a woman who a doctor that delivers ba- delivers babies. She knew just off of that alone. He was like, "I'm a baby," and she was looking in the room while everybody celebrating and touchdown. And she said, "Okay, let's take some notes. Let's go ahead and weigh the baby. Let's clean the baby off. What color are the eyes? Brown? Did you say brown? You didn't say brown, did you? You said brown." She looking over at the lady like brown. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me look up what it is before I, because coach gang is keeping me honest. We want to give you the combination of what it is. Two brown eyes, two brown eye parents make blue. I want to make sure I get, get it right here. The only way to present blue eyes is to inherit two copies of the blue eye gene. However, brown eye parents can pass a recessive blue eye. Therefore, two brown eye parents can birth a blue eye. But what are the odds of it? If both parents have brown eyes, there is generally a 25% chance that the baby will have blue eyes if both parents carry the recessive gene. All right, there's a combination going on here. Two brown eye parents are likely to have a brown eye. Two brown eye parents are likely to have a brown eye. 
hey, black people, y'all ain't got to worry about all this. All right, unless they all have that same color eye that whoever's impregnating everybody. But anyway, two brown-eyed parents are likely to have a brown eye. So again, if you're two brown eyes and there's a blue, there's a blue come out, that's a, what? <laughs> yeah, they must have both had blue eyes. And she was like, the baby's eyes are brown? Oh, hell. And again, statistically, it could happen. But she's probably de delivered so many babies where she never seen it happen. She probably never seen that happen. She was like, wait a minute. That baby's eyes can't be brown. All right. Statistically, in her, in her history, she's like, that can't happen. That, that can't be true. Um, so somebody got up in that womb. It says, again, it's not guaranteed, but two green-eyed parents are likely to have a green-eyed, although there's an exception, always an exception. Two hazel-eyed parents are likely to have a hazel-eyed child, although different eye colors could emerge. Can a blue-eyed parent, uh, anyway, what if it's too blue-eyed? I think then it's more likely that it could be a, a, a greater chance of having, a greater chance of having a brown. How could two brown-eyed parents have a blue? All right. Anyway, it is possible for two brown-eyed parents to have a blue. All right. So I think it's more unlikely for two blue eyes to have a brown. That's the combination. All right. Anyway, this is why this is the greatest edutainment here on YouTube. We don't just talk ish. We follow it up with facts or somewhat facts, <laughs> mostly facts. And this is the facts over feelings live stream. Anyway, this is why DNA tests should be mandatory. At all times, all right, at all births, this could cut out the BS right away. DNA tests should be mandatory. No ifs, ands, and buts about it, all right? This is exactly why. And then you would you would keep the BS out and all. I can't believe you would make me take a DNA test. With all this effery going on, absolutely. Take the DNA test. Sizzo is going to end it off for us. He says, coach is, coach is just getting hip to Uzi, LOL. Check out. 20 minutes from the same album, but yes, his name really stands for the devil. Oh no, Lucifer. Little Uzi Vert. Little Uzi. Okay. Wow. He says Sizzle is up and coming, though, on the feature gang. All right. Yeah. Shout out to you. Much love, CGA. Yeah, I'm a little late to the party. I'm a little late to the I didn't know his name. Little Uzi. Man, boy, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. I don't know why people conjure spirits like that. I don't play around with that. Like, I play around with some things, but when it comes to, like, demonic spirits, I'll be like, no, I'll say I'm on the dark side. Is That's about as close as I'll go. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the dark side, but in terms of that, I ain't trying to conjure up. <laughs> oh, say it fast? No, I'm not doing it. Anyway, shout out to the Coach Gang. We'll be back in here tomorrow with some more fun. Enjoy your sniggles and your straggles. We out of here. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man.